Well, hello and welcome back to the Transfix Take podcast where we are performance driven. It's the week of September 6th and we are bringing you news, insights, and trends for shippers and carriers from our market expert, Justin Mays. Mays, we're, we're here. We're already in September. Fall is upon us. I hope you had a wonderful, long Labor Day weekend. Hey, Jenny. It's great to be back with you as well. I also hope you had a great holiday weekend as we start to turn the corner into the fall. Well, Maze, we've got a lot to get into. Last week, we left off on a big cliffhanger with Hurricane Idalia, and lots have changed. That's right, Jenny. Last week, we left off expecting a lot of volatility to hit the full truckload freight sector due to the hurricane and to the holiday weekend. But I was wrong, Jenny. We did not see the level of volatility that I anticipated with a major hurricane hitting the East Coast along with the extended holiday weekend. And listen, Maze, it is not often that you are wrong, but I do think that it's important for us to capture why you originally thought there was going to be so much volatility in the market from last week into this week. That's right, Jenny. There are some key reasons on why I originally anticipated rates to have a lot more volatility pressure upward along with tender rejections. And that's because right before we went into last week, volume was at all-time highs for 2023. That's right, Jenny. Volume was at the highest level and still was throughout last week than we saw at any time throughout 2023. And it's not just volume. You know, one of the main indicators on which direction rates are going to go in is generally 10 rejections. And although 10 rejections are still relatively very low compared to what we've seen over the last couple of years, they are right now, the national 10 rejection average is right over 4.3%. And that's the highest, Jenny, we've seen since the month of January. So just about all of 2023, 10 rejections have been lower than they were going into last week. But like I stated, it really shows how loose capacity continues to be that a major hurricane on the heels of a pretty significant holiday weekend still did not bring much volatility to the overall truckload freight markets. Well, if last week proved anything, it's that we are certainly not in a normal freight market. Not that I think we ever are. However, there was still some volatility that we can talk about. So let's get into that. That's right, Jenny. We did still see some volatility. Now, the national average rate per mile on line haul did go up just over 3%, but I was truly anticipating somewhere around 10% through the hurricane and the holiday weekend. Like I caught out last week, last year we saw about a 5% increase in the national average through the Labor Day weekend, and then again, another 5% increase due to Hurricane Ian, which was a very similar path to Hurricane Adelia this past week. Okay, Mason, so where does that leave us now in terms of Rate per mile and tender rejections. Well, Jenny, the national average, like I said, did increase just over 3% to $1.61 a mile line haul only. And tender rejections, I really thought were going to push up above 4.5%, but landed just north of 4.3%. So if we're following the trends from previous years, it seems like post-Labor Day rates will go down again. But how low do you expect them to go at this point? Well, Jenny, I do believe we're going to start seeing rates slowly decline through the next two weeks. And I think that over the last 15 days, there's a big impact statement that the freight market is still loose and is going to remain loose throughout the remainder of 2023. Now, I don't think we're gonna see rates go back down to the lows we saw last month, but they are certainly not gonna stay as high as I thought they would have prior to last week. Now, we still have some volatility left this year, and that's with Thanksgiving and the Christmas holiday. 
but capacity seems to have no issue absorbing any volatility in the market right now. Okay, Maze, well, you know what it's time for? The regional breakdown. Now, regardless of what's happening with hurricane season, normal seasonality trends continue to remain strong across the country. And I think we should get started with the Midwest and Northeast, which continue to be a hot market for carriers as rates continue to increase week over week. What say you, Maze? Last time we spoke, Jenny, I thought we were going to see that kind of weighed down and start seeing capacity really tighten in the southeast and coastal regions due to the hurricane. But in all honesty, Jenny, we still saw a tighter market up in the northeast than we did in the southeast where the hurricane impacted several markets. At the end of the day, Jenny, the west coast and Texas are still experiencing declining rates and this will continue through the beginning of this week and most likely throughout September. There's a very strong likeliness that we start seeing the southeast and coastal regions experience declining rates at the back half of this week going into next week as the volatility from the hurricane starts to wind down. Now on the flip side, like I stated, the northeast and midwest continue to be carrier favorite markets. This is where you can demand higher rates if you're a carrier. On the flip side, shippers have to be prepared for the volatility that comes as we shift farther into fall and winter when these regions continue to heat up. Good to know, Mays. Let's dive a little deeper into each region. Why don't we start with the South? The South continues to be a loose region and less desirable for carriers to leave out of, but you are likely gonna get higher pay going into this region. Now, Dallas, Texas market has started to show some signs of tightening along with Fort Worth, but the remaining markets in the South continue to experience some slow declines but we could be nearing the bottom of the average rate per mile leaving the south as markets start teetering week over week with slim increases and slim declines. And let's move on over to the west coast. It's not a gold rush to be picking up freight out of the west coast anymore. Now there are still markets favorable for carriers and that's gonna be up in the Pacific Northwest as we are still in produce season and most likely carriers are gonna start shifting to pick up some Christmas trees as we get farther into fall. But for the largest markets by volume, such as Ontario and Los Angeles, we're still seeing slim rate declines. Nothing too noticeable, but the West Coast will likely continue to be relatively flat through the remainder of September. All right, I can't believe we're talking about Christmas trees already, but let's move on over to the coastal and southeast regions. Now, these regions right now are still experiencing some volatility, more or less the state of Florida and Georgia, but through this week, I believe we're gonna start seeing rates decline as capacity starts to normalize and larger carriers get their equipment back in place. And what's happening over on my side of the woods, the Northeast? This market continues to be hot for carriers. We saw greater increases in the rate per mile in just about every market in the Northeast than we did in the state of Florida, even though Florida was experiencing pretty major and significant hurricane. Now, every market in the Northeast that's experiencing increases, but the more up into New England you go, the hotter the market becomes and the higher the week over week increase has been. All right, and what's happening over in the Midwest? It's very similar to the Northeast. Just about every market is experiencing increases. Now, we called out the state of Ohio last week, and Ohio is not continuing to see the steep increases that we called out last week but other parts of the Midwest, such as the state of Illinois and Missouri, are experiencing those similar trends upward that we witnessed in Ohio and Indiana. 
On the flip side, Ohio and Indiana are remaining pretty flat after seeing those more rapid increases over the past two weeks. And Jenny, the one thing that shippers really need to pay attention to is the outbound tender rejection rate for the Midwest. Now, reefer rejections are increasing overall, but especially out of the Midwest, where tender rejections on reefer loads is over 17%. And this is gonna to continue to drive up costs out of the Midwest overall, but especially on freight that is required to be ran in a refrigerated trailer. Now, generally, this will continue to pick up steam in the Midwest and parts of the Northeast as we get into the winter months. So this is definitely an area where shippers and carriers need to keep an eye out on. Yeah, that 17% rejection rate is no joke. So we'll definitely keep an eye on that. Now, Maze, before we sign off, something huge is happening. One of our favorite times of the year next week. What's going on? That's right, Jenny, before we sign off today, we want to remind everyone that next week is the National Truck Driver Appreciation Week in 2023. And it's super important that everyone continues to recognize how important the profession is of being a truck driver and how vital it is to our economy and our everyday life. Hopefully shippers out there are preparing something special for the truck drivers. I know we sure are, Jenny. And again, we thank all the truck drivers out there across the country and how they continue to keep things running, even during the toughest times, whether it's a global pandemic or a significant weather event caused by mother nature. Truck drivers are always there to get the job done and we greatly appreciate you guys. I could not have said it better. We have nothing but gratitude for the truck drivers that run America. Thank you so much to everyone. We can't wait to get into it next week. We've got really cool things lined up. That said, everyone, have a great weekend. We'll see you next week with an all-new episode of the Transfix Take podcast. And until then, drive safely. All views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of Transfix, Inc., or any parent companies or affiliates or the companies with which the participants are affiliated and may have been previously disseminated by them. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are based upon information considered reliable, but neither Transfix Inc. nor its affiliates nor the companies with which the participants are affiliated warrant its completeness or accuracy and it should not be relied upon as such. All views and opinions are subject to change.